Thanks very much, Jeff Braun. We're going to talk about a scrimmage between Oak Park High School and a team in Fargo in just mere minutes. But right now, uh, we're going down to Portage in Maine where Global News reporter Sam Burnell is there. Sam, uh, I understand there's an event going on right at uh, Portage in Maine right now. Yes, Jim, there is a protest going on right at the corner right now, but it actually looks like the protesters are gathering to start moving down Portage now, going all the way down uh, Portage to Memorial and then eventually ending up at the ledge. And what is it for? Uh, So it is the same people that were at the Brady Road landfill. I'm seeing a lot of the same faces. There's uh, a number of motorcycles running by me right now, so it's, uh, it might be getting somewhat loud here, but they are protesting the uh, provincial government's decision not to search the Prairie Green landfill for the remains of uh, Morgan Harris and Mercedes Myron. And it's, I understand it was a round dance and now it's moving. Is that accurate? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, it was actually, I couldn't see it once I got down here, but from up in... Uh, our building, you could see a large red dress memorial right at the center of Portage in Maine. Uh, there was a, a, a group, it's, it's really hard to tell, but well over 100, probably closer to 200 people now marching down Portage, search, uh, chanting, search the landfill. Right, okay. And just to clarify for our listeners, is Portage in Maine still blocked? I understand it was blocked for a while. Uh, yes, it is still blocked. And now I imagine there's going to be uh, rolling blockades down Portage as uh, they move along the westbound side of Portage uh, towards the ledge. I understand. Thanks for that, Sam, and we'll continue to update people on, on traffic closures and, and where this protest gets to at the ledge and how it's progressing as well to keep in, in mind this afternoon. Uh, Sam, thanks for this coverage. Thanks, Jim. Sam Brunell, our global news reporter at Portage and Maine right now, describing the scenario which has it blocked off with a, uh, a powwow dance that's going on and then protesters moving towards the ledge is what he's understanding is taking place. We will keep you updated as uh, we go on into the afternoon. Uh, as for my guest that I had booked here, it's Ryan Soroka with a football team in Fargo, formerly a, a Winnipegger here. Ryan, thanks for joining me. How are you? Good. How you doing, Jim? Doing very well. Um, before we get into the scrimmage between your former school or you used to coach at at Oak Park and stuff, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up coaching football in Fargo. Uh, a girl. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting. Sorry. Uh, that, that, that's real direct. I thought there was going to be some story and all that, but you had to see him. You had to see about a girl, and now you're in Fargo. Exactly. You well, know. we'll we'll use the line from Goodwill Hunting. I got to go see about a girl, and now you're in Fargo. And I'm here. Yeah. No, it was uh, 2015 when we met. I was still coaching football at Oak Park. Um, things progressed. She drive up to Winnipeg. I drive down to Fargo uh, every weekend. And started to go through my immigration process after we were actually married down in Vegas, and I was still living in in uh, in Winnipeg working going through the immigration process and uh, COVID hits. That got bumped a little bit and, uh, you know, everything resumed and uh, was it September of 2020, right in the middle of COVID. And I was able to get out to Montreal and complete my uh, uh, immigration paperwork, et cetera. And here I am. I'm here and I coached up uh, at Oak Park until 20, I guess it was 19. Right. Yeah. Well, Ryan, this isn't a football story. This is a love story. It's a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> Well, congratulations. 
Yeah, congratulations to both uh, you and her. And and I, I didn't want to know prior to coming to the air because I, I find it always interesting when, when a local person, you know, ends up taking residence in the U.S. That's an interesting story, and that, that's great. Um, so what are you doing in Fargo besides coaching football? We'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, I work uh, work for a company called Johnson Brothers, uh, distributing liquor. There's a liquor rep down here and uh, coaching football at Fargo South High School. Oh, awesome, man. That's excellent. Um, so good for you on, on this transition. And I know your your long history with Oak Park High School. And now you're going to have an exhibition game with the team that you used to formerly coach. Tell us about it. Well, when I first came down here to Fargo, uh, I met with Coach Kozel. That's our uh, head coach over here at uh, Fargo South. And it, we kind of brought it up because when I was at Oak Park, uh, at, in 2010, we ended up going down to, or sorry, uh, Eden Prairie came to Winnipeg and they placed in Eden Prairie, which is kind of bizarre. This is all we're talking about now because Mike Grant, I believe, is in town right now to honor his father, Bud Grant. He is, yeah. He was at the Bud Grant statue yesterday with, I believe, his two sisters. Yeah, so it's pretty cool that we're talking about this. And so they came up and they uh, they kind of laid it to us. They took it to us. and it was. But you know what? It was a learning. It was a learning thing. Uh, Dembski was on that team. We went on that year to win the championship. I'm not saying it was a direct result of playing Eden Prairie, but uh, there's something that I think that has to be said about it because we played them again in 2014. Uh, we went down to Eden Prairie, uh, just outside of Minneapolis, and they took it to us again. <laughs> and again, we won the championship that year, and that this time it was with uh, Brady Oliveira. But uh, I, th- I think the the kids coming together, especially on that trip down to Minneapolis, it, it was, I, I was on the bus with them, but I think it's great for the kids to jump on a bus and start things off together, right off the hop together. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I remember that. I think it was and not, you correct me if I'm wrong. And I'm not trying to rub it in at all, but it was 67, nothing or something like that. And, and it would forgive me if that's the overstating it, but um, I remember that game, and I remember that like there was the Grant connection, but also Oak Park was the championship that year, and just the difference in the style of the games and and what you learn from a trip like that, crossing the border and playing against a U.S. team, a powerhouse like Eden Garden. Yeah, uh, Eden Prairie. Yeah, Eden yeah. Prairie. Sorry. I don't. I don't think it was sixty-seven, nothing. But maybe I lost count. No, no, no. I, I could be wrong. I just I remember it was a high score, and it was so. Forgive me if yeah. I, I did correct. Uh, feel free to correct me on that. Yeah. No, I don't remember the exact source of that first game. It was they. Like I said, they took it to us. They were rolling. Uh, you know, three as, as in hockey, you'd say three lines out there against us, and it was just. And we had our you know typical thirty-five guys on on our bench, and they had about a hundred and ten. And uh, the last time we played, in you know, 2014, we actually uh, we we had a real good game against them down in, at Eden Prairie, and uh, it was uh, like I said, it was a great thing for the kids to uh, you know see a different side. Everybody watches the NFL, but it's it's a different game. It's a real different game, and it's uh, it's it's just a real good come together for the kids. Yeah, and so tell, talk about that. It's happening on August 18th. Oak Park's going to come down and play uh, the Fargo High School that you're coaching at. And um, I, I think that's interesting you say that. Like, there's always a debate here in Canada, NFL versus CFL. And whenever I hear that debate, I get frustrated because I love both games. I love both styles. I love the intricacies of both. And, and I'm a big fan of both the CFL and the Canadian football game, high school level and not, and the American one. Um, so how will you play this game on the 18th? 
we're going to do it the same way that we played uh, Eaton Prairie. We're going to play, uh, obviously, the same size field uh, as the NFL. Um, the, their offense, they can run uh, with the motion, and it'll still be four downs on both sides. We're playing, basically, it's all American rules, except Oak Park will be able to run the motion for their offense to keep everything, you know, they want to. They, they, right. We don't want them changing their offense uh, too drastically and stuff like that. But it'll be an opener for some of our guys. We we told them to watch some film, be prepared for this motion, and I can guarantee you there'll be someone that'll be getting uh, that'll be getting burnt in that Workfield quarterback who I used to coach him over at uh, Corden when he was ten years old. So this will have a few uh, a few emotions <laughs> into this game here. Well, and that's the other part I wanted to get into this uh, is about your connections with Oak Park. And you mentioned Dembski and Oliviera. Like, you were there when, when a lot of the current Bomber and, and really CFL players uh, came through that high, great high school program. Yeah, there's well, there's, they're currently playing. There's, you know, Sean Jameson is still out in Montreal, I believe. And, uh, and just the coaches, uh, you know, you've spoke with Stu Nixon before. And uh, yeah, we had good coaching staff. I mean, the coaching staff we had there, I mean, these guys aren't just coaches to me. They're still friends. A bunch of these guys are coming down. Actually, Ethan Dykow, who uh, I coached in that 2014, he's coaching with Grandpa, or sorry, Oak Park right now. And it, it's going to be kind of cool to see these guys on a different, uh, totally different level. Yeah, and, and uh, talk about it for the kids as well. As you said, I, like that's what it's about. I think it's a great feel-good story. I think all the names that we've talked about involved in things like that. But realistically, this is a, a good bonding thing and, and sort of self-discovery trip to play this style of football against an American school and, and vice versa for your Fargo team as well, I would presume. It is. Our kids are excited because, uh, you know, with, with the difference of the game and you know, they, they don't know much about Canada, the Canadian style of football down here. And they're good. like I said, they're going to get a big opener. <laughs> um, and like I said, with us coming down here a few years back, uh, gee was so 10 years ago, it, it was just really good for the kids. It's, it, it is a real good bonding thing. And let's not forget here, the last couple of years, the borders have been closed. And a lot of people didn't get a chance to really do anything. So I just hope the kids come down and really enjoy We're going to... We're going to put on, uh, we're going to eat with the with both kids or both teams are going to eat together. Uh, Thursday, they're coming down to practice. We'll eat after that. We're all going to eat together on Friday after the game. The parents down here are going to provide burgers and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I mean, we uh, we threw this at, when I first came down here, talked with uh, Coach Kozel and, and just said, we did this at Eaton Prairie. Could it happen here? Yeah, we'll, we'll try and make it happen. But of course, it was during COVID and uh you know, we discussed it with Chris Olson, who has taken over Stu uh, Nixon, and he's, and he's just done a great job over at Oak Park. And, you know, talking with him, he was all for it and started getting things uh, in order. And once he got everything in order, they had the registration the other day, and he thought he had 35 guys coming down. Well, boom, he hit 50 pretty quick. So we're scrambling to add another 15 uh, feet, fit another 15 miles and stuff like that, which is, says a lot about the program, I, I, I'd say. Yeah, I would say so uh, indeed as well. Well, Ryan, it's a great deal. I, I know the parents from Oak Park will be going and the players, uh, but it is August 18th. I know a lot of Winnipeggers love to get down to Fargo anyway. I think it would be great if you're planning, listening to this program and, and thinking of going down shopping or just taking a weekend. Um, let them know where the game is and, and maybe a website where they could find out uh, the location so that if they are planning to go down, it'd be a great way to have some Winnipeg support for the Oak Park team when they're down there. Absolutely, and that's where I'm kind of thinking that they'll, you know, some people come down here. The games will be done, or the game will be done Friday, and Minneapolis is three hours, you know, just east, and 
again, you're kind of right in the middle. But anyway, we're playing uh, Friday night, 6 o'clock at Fargo South High School. Excellent. Well, we – oh, go on. No, I was just going to say you can go to the Fargo South, check out Fargo South Bruins on, on the website and get the actual address. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's five minutes away from uh, West Acres Mall and about ten minutes away from Buffalo Wildlands. Excellent. Well, yeah, and I know both those locations for different reasons, so that's really easy to find for sure. Uh, Ryan, great having you on. I appreciate you reaching out. I think it's a great story, and, and not just that, but your own story on how you ended up there. So thanks for sharing it, and all the best to you and, and the whole uh, scrimmage that goes on August 18th. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Go Bombers. Yeah, we'll see tonight for sure. I know you'll be watching, uh, especially with some of your alumni playing in the game. Ryan Soroka, who is now in Fargo, Oak Park Raiders football team going down on August 18th. The game is Friday. If you want to go down there and check out some uh, Oak Park football from Winnipeg while you're enjoying the fine things that North Dakota and Fargo has to offer as well. We'll take a break. Uh, Rich and Julie will join me next. We'll get to our question of the day on this Thursday on 680 CGOB. 